Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fire Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Snodgrass, and today we get to visit with Nick Higgins. Nick, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks, Mike, and thanks for having me back on the show. Uh, so like you said, my name is Nick Higgins. I'm a firefighter and the founder of the Firehouse Tribune. I've been a firefighter for 20 years now, all in New Jersey. Uh, a little bit about me, not going to get too deep, advocate for the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation as well, and a board member uh, of the Five Alarm Task Force Corp. Well, very good. Well, the exciting news today and why we're having you back, and I've read a couple of your articles already on uh, Fire Talk podcast, uh, but good news, exciting news, your very first book is going to come out on November 22nd. It's titled Five Tool Firefighter. So tell us about Five Tool Firefighter. Tell us about what inspired you to write a book. And more importantly, why don't you start off with where can we get this book on November 22nd? Well, thanks. Uh, so you can get this book on Amazon. Right now, the pre it's a pre-sale for any ebook, And the paperback version will be released officially on November 22nd on Amazon.com. So that's where you can get the book. Uh, if you're interested, uh, uh, so that's where how we're handling the book this time. This book was inspired by a lot of different things. I sat through this pandemic and thought about what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go with with my life, with the Firehouse Tribune, and I decided this is something that's not connected to the Firehouse Tribune. Am I announcing on on my platforms? Yes. But this is more for me. This is more personal uh, type book that I wanted to write. And I did it through just sitting down one day, watching TV, and an idea came to my head. Um, being a baseball player and being a firefighter, how do these two relate? We all talk about the functional athlete, the tra- tactical athlete. But how does these being an athlete and being a firefighter go even further. So I took the term, the five tool athlete, which is predominantly a baseball term. And I talk about this a little bit in the book. And I looked up the five areas of the five tool athlete in baseball. And I said, okay, so we have five areas of baseball that make you well-rounded as a, as a well-rounded all around athlete. But what five areas will make you a well-rounded firefighter? Because there's so many different areas of the fire service we can talk about. I mean, you have books on everything today. You have books on size of building construction, fitness, a whole bunch of different areas. And I wanted to take those platforms and look at it and say, what are the five that I personally think would be key to being well-rounded as a firefighter? So I wrote five down. And then I said, well, what if my thinking isn't in line with other people's thinking? And they read a book and they're like, what's this guy talking about? So I did a survey earlier, earlier this year. And I had about eight to 10 different, different attributes that I was calling it of what would they think would be five and pick five of them, what they would think would be um, a well-rounded firefighter. And I cut it off at a hundred participants. I went a hundred random just off of Facebook, off of, off of Twitter, off of, Newsletters, Instagram. Once I hit 100, I said, all right, I'm cutting it off now. I got 100 random people from all over the country, all over the world, in the fire service. 
and I analyzed the results. And before I went into it, I, I said to myself and I said to a couple, couple friends of mine who I threw this topic out there and bugged them for months on end until this book was complete about what I was writing. And I, uh, I expected the results to be somewhat different. So I had my top five and I, I said, well, the top five that's going to come out in the survey is not going to be the top five that I have. And that's what I want. That's what I was really wanting was the top five to be different. So I had a little bit more to write about. And I look at it and lo and behold, it was the same exact five. So I uh, was like, okay, I guess I got something here. I guess I'm on the right track. I guess my level of thinking isn't a level of thinking with a lot of other people who I've never met, don't know, couldn't tell you who these people were. All I know is they clicked five topics. From there, the writing began. And I put them in what order I want to put them in and what I thought was the the first one into the second one and how it all kind of builds onto itself. And, and that's how I built up the five tool firefighter it was based on being a firefighter, being a baseball player. And I wrote the book, but what I started realizing and before I really get into the book was a lot of the, the attributes all go into your daily life. It's like, you can't have one without the other. So if you have some of these attributes as a firefighter, most likely you have the same attributes in your everyday life. And, and that's really how the book came about without bugging a lot of people to call them up during the day as I'm writing the book and, and ask them, you know, what am I doing? Am I, am I on the right wavelength as everybody else? Am I thinking out of, out of context? But everybody kind of wrote, guys wrote me back in and got me back on track and uh, I came out with the book. And I call these the five key attributes that are a must for all firefighters to add to their arsenal of weapons. And this is what helped develop them from the probationary firefighter all the way up to a seasoned veteran firefighter. These five attributes, I truly believe, and from the survey, truly believe that these are really the five key areas of being well-rounded. You know, we have all the books out there on, on fitness and we have the books out there on leadership and everything else. And it's a very well, well-written book. Everything's out there. So I, what I did was I took five attributes, like I've been saying, and I put them together and I made it very basic for anybody to pick up, whether you're a firefighter or not, or you just got out of the academy or you're about to retire, you can pick up this book and you can read this book cover to cover and realize that anybody can understand it. I made the, the book as dubby proof as possible because I didn't want to bore people and I'm not taking away from anybody else. This one, I didn't want to bore people with a lot of technical jargon because that's not what it's about. People wrote those types of books for a reason. And those are the books you're going to, this is what like kind of like the predecessor to it in a sense. And for them to do that, that's where you, that's what I'm saying to go and read those, those types of books, go read those, those fire, those size of books and those building construction books. This is just telling, this is the basics of what you need to be to start off your journey as a well-rounded firefighter. And I'm going to ask you, Mike, if this is okay, should I give out the five tools before we even go any further? Should, should I just give them out? I, I would 100% uh, say that this is the perfect time to give the, the five attributes, the five key attributes of a well-rounded firefighter. All right. So I wrote five. 
And like I said, I put them in an order. And, and the first one that I put out there and what everybody said, according to the survey, and the survey is in the back of the book, at the end of the book, in the summary, in the wrap up of this book, I have the, the results. And everybody can read them. I'm not making this up. The first one is leadership. The first attribute of, of being a well-rounded firefighter is leadership. And I took that and I ran with it. And I went deep on this one. I didn't just talk about leadership as a definition, as a textbook thing, but I talked about things in my own experiences where I started learning these types of this attribute. And I learned it and I, in certain areas of the fire service. So the first one I get into is leadership. And I wrote a couple, couple pages on why it's important, what it does for firefighters, and how you can implement leadership and discipline all ties together as the first attribute and how you can implement it into your, into your career. There's a reason I was number one, because the next attribute is firematics. You can't have leadership without having fire. You can't have firematics, I should say, without having leadership, because it has to start, you have to start somewhere. Firematics, I get, this is one where you, you could talk about, every, every firefighter could understand this one. We don't talk enough about firematics. We don't talk enough about building construction, fire behavior, reading smoke, size up. We, we don't talk enough about this, especially in probationary school. It's not spoken about a lot. It's touched on, it's more hands-on, you're doing more of the, the skills, but you're not really talking about how these areas play into the bigger picture, how these areas are the keys to putting out fires to ventilating, to doing all the, the tactical work out of structure fire or any scene for that matter. Without understanding these areas, and I talk about these on a, on a very basic level, and it's all, every area of it is broken out in the book. You can't miss each piece. Each piece has its own special subtitle in the chapter three, speaking on the areas of firematics. And when I close it out, I close out the chapter talking about the respective operations of engine, truck, and rescue company. Because that's how you want to close it out. And what I, what I say to people is, I'm actually going to open up the book to that chat, to that last page so I can really make sure I emphasis, emphasize this the right way. When I close it out, I talk about how each area of firematics assists the other that they're the building blocks to help build the foundation for your game plan. Because without these, it can be disastrous. You to have these building blocks at, at, your, at play is what's gonna help you become better. It's gonna help you understand the incident, help you make your decisions. And when we think about firematics, I, I, I say this a lot, even when I'm out and I wrote it in this book, is it's like an orchestra. Each piece gets broken down into sections in orchestra. And so does firematics. It's all broken down into its own piece. They all play a unique part in the, in the overall game plan. It's an integral piece. If you don't have one, one piece of the orchestra, it, the, the, the harmony isn't there. The sound isn't there. When you have it all together, you're in sync. And that's what I feel is the same as understanding the basics of firematics. Without having that harmonization and understanding each piece and knowing how they all flow together, it's not as helpful in the end. So that's how I came up with the second part. That's what I'm talking about in the firematics section is 
I get into each section, I get into each part, and I, I discuss it, and then I, like I said, I close it out. What I get into after this is the piece on, like you said, leadership, firematics, is now we're going to get into a piece that we talk about, everybody, people talk about this a lot, is situational awareness. And I talk on situational awareness on what it is, how it can be used, and I start diving into examples. There's examples of situational awareness, and I get into a story on how it negatively impacted me because I wasn't aware of situational awareness at the time when I was earlier on in my career where I didn't, because I didn't understand firematics and fire behavior that well. I talk about that in situational awareness because my awareness to the situation wasn't there and how the lieutenant at the time was the one that after this incident, we spoke and he coached me on understanding why the areas of firematics are so key to everything we do inside a structure fire or at any incident and how situational awareness, his awareness was raised up and was able to identify key attributes of what was going on, key indicators in that structure for us to know it was time to leave. And I talk about that in there because I don't want this book, I didn't want this book to be me just talking about all this type of technical jargon or um, acting like I know all this stuff because I, I researched all this stuff even as well as I wrote it. You know, I wrote what I want to write and I researched things, make sure my, what I'm saying makes sense and everything falls in line. But that I am human as well. I make mistakes, I've made mistakes, and this is how I learn from those mistakes. And I put those in there. So I talk about a couple stories in different in, in that chapter. But what I also talk about in the situational awareness is I talk about how there's other ways, of, there's other types of situational awareness, not just with understanding the incident, but also having a situational awareness of your crew and understanding where they are in a structure as a, and where, how their air management levels play part, because that also is a type of situational awareness, knowing the situation, knowing your crew, crew integrity in situation, in situational awareness. So I kind of talk about it in different ways. I give different examples on situational awareness and it's all building block. And like I said, you start with leadership, you get into firematics. Firematics, right in the situation awareness, because of the fact now you have this understanding when you put it to play, are you able to identify the situations? Are you able to identify the building construction, identify how the fire is behaving in that type of in that type of structure, and so forth and so on by reading the smoke, identifying flow paths, everything. How that all plays a part now plays into your situational awareness. The fourth attribute, which is a very key attribute, and again, we talk about, a lot of people talk about this, and I really put this in there. This is probably one of my biggest um, loves, I guess, my passions, is fitness. And I'm not here to rewrite the book of functional fitness or fitness for duty, and I call this chapter Fit for Duty. What I did here was I'm also a functional fitness coach, a battle ropes instructor, a nutrition coach. And years ago, I was a personal trainer at a gym. So I have a lot of time being an athlete and whatnot. So 
this area was pretty pretty passionate for me to write about and it's something I kind of want to always write about but I found a way to do it and wrote it in this book and what I'm talking about here is I'm not getting into talking about what type of exercises I'm not putting together uh, any type of exercise plan for anybody at all I'm not taking away from anybody else and writing stuff that's already been done what I'm talking about in this section is overall health and wellness and I cover these through a bunch of different areas and I cover it through Stuff that's, that works for me, but also that is the basics of fitness. I talk about flexibility. I talk about core strength. But what I also get into outside of that is recovery. Why recovery is so important. Why sleep is so important, especially as a firefighter, and how it affects you positively and negatively due to the shift works. Another piece I get into that I, I truly love is nutrition. I talk a little bit on nutrition. And what I started to do as I wrote this this chapter was, what else is there that I do that I can share personally, the things that I do weekly basis, monthly basis in my workout fitness regimen that I can share? And I, I put in here yoga. I'm not a yogi by any means, but I do do yoga a lot. I do maybe once or once a week, every other week, uh, something I, I, I do take some pride in is doing yoga and I break it out a little bit talk about why it's good for you I give some examples of different poses that people can try and then I get into an area that I do multiple ways which is massage therapy I don't talk about the ways I do I just talk about the overall benefits of being of, of, of massage therapy because these are all key areas of being fit, keeping, treating, taking care of your body. So you're always ready to be, as they say, fit for duty. So those are the key areas of your physical health that I get into. And I wrap up that by talking about your mindset, your, your mental health, on, on why having the right mindset is key. And you can have, you could be fit, you can have the right nutrition, you can be doing, you could stretch, you could be flexible, you could be going to get massages, doing yoga, taking care of your strength training, your cardio. But I specifically put in there your mindset because that is going to dictate how you go through the day, how you make your decisions, good and bad. And it's critical for optimal performance to work on your mindset. It's not always about how strong you are, how physically fit you are, it's also how mentally fit you are. And that's how I wrap up the chapter. I wrapped up that chapter by talking about the physical and mental parts of the body and how it got me, how it benefited me throughout my time as a, as a baseball player and as a firefighter. And actually how it affects me also as a husband and a father as well, how it all plays a part. The last attribute, chapter six, is adaptable, adaptability. Well, probably asking what that means, adaptability. Well, we all can say this, the status quo. Firefighters don't like change, but they don't like the status quo as well. The way the world's evolving, the way the fire service has evolved over the past 20, 25, 30 years, the way 
buildings are being constructed now, the way renovations in older buildings are being done now. Having that old frame of mindset is great. You can still utilize those, those skills. But understanding that and being able to adapt with the way things are changing with the world, with the fire service, with their own administration, with the people coming into your own firehouse, being able to adapt is being able to grow. It's being able to keep that longevity going and keep going each day. Because if you don't adapt to what's going on, your growth mindset isn't there anymore. So I always felt that having the adaptability kind of closes out the five areas of a well-rounded firefighter. Because you've, you've started out with leadership and leadership always starts with yourself. So you have to be able to start leading yourself. You learned your firematics, you study firematics, you continually study firematics, you continually lead yourself. You're constantly, that's like a revolving door. You're utilizing those in situations. Once you start being able to do all those things, you also want to take care of yourself. You want to take care of yourself physically, you want to take care of yourself mentally. But you also want to be able to be adaptable, to work with all the changes that are coming along from all different angles and being able to identify them, knowing when to make those changes, knowing how to change, how to adapt. Because if you're not able to adapt, like I said, you're not going to grow anywhere. So those are the five attributes, leadership, firematics, situational awareness, fitness for duty, and adaptable, adaptability. Uh, I close it out. I close the book out talking about, talking about how, how this how this all came about. That's how I close it out. I talk about how everything we do, you know, we do, we do 100%. We give our all for everything. And those, I, leave, I end this book having questions, leaving questions to everybody, you know, for themselves to think about what they're doing each day to advance their career, to advance their, their self. What are they doing when they're off? How are they spending their off days? How, what are they doing to make themselves better? Because the last thing we always say is, there's always somebody that's going to replace us. When our day is done, there's somebody else that's gonna replace us. And how do you wanna leave that for them? That's how I, I close out the book. Well, Nick, that's awesome. I love the five, uh, the five key attributes and a couple of things that, you know, just listening and harvesting the information that you were sharing. And obviously I'm going to get the book and hopefully we can do a book review next month, uh, on it. And, uh, one of the things that I like is that each one of these attributes are, they're not a pyramid structure, uh, within, and that you, they're not a pyramid structure in the fact that each one of these uh, attributes needs to be built on the level that you're at and um, and that they're not all. And like what you said about uh, leadership, where you address the why, what and the how of leadership, uh, each one of those elements are definitely uh, the why, what and the how it seems like I haven't read the book, but I look forward to reading it is uh, structuring 
those building blocks that at every level that you're at, each one of these attributes is present. It's not, you're eventually going to get to leadership. You're eventually going to get to adaptability that each one of those elements. And when you have that new firefighter that's in academy, and let's say you're an instructor, this seems like a great uh, tool to, uh, to use to make sure that you're covering all the bases of a well-rounded firefighter at the level that they're at. And I really uh, thought that that was, that was a very effective, uh, effective way that you shared that. And, and like I said, I'm waiting for the book. I'll get, get a copy of it and, um, and then read through it. And then maybe we can do a book review. And uh, the other thing that I thought was, uh, was great is I have never heard the term firematics uh, like mathematics. Uh, that was the first time I've heard that. Is that uh, coined by you or did you pick that up from somewhere else? I didn't coin that. I actually heard that spoken about in my, in my firehouse. That's a term I heard a lot around in uh, here in New Jersey. It's been used a lot by different firefighters. And, well, that is a that is a great way to uh, uh, we're we're heading to uh, Ohio tomorrow to teach a uh, fire school fire conference there in Lower Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky tri-state area, and uh, the I'm definitely going to use this term and add it to my add it to my uh, uh, v vernacular. The uh, five fundamentals are often how do we how do we encompass the five fundamentals that we teach? And firematics uh, definitely is going to be used as a word that encompasses all of that. And um, I also like the the fact that uh, you closed it out with adaptability because uh, truly, if we are stuck in a fixed mindset, a fixed uh, routine, and lack adaptability, we're going to be ground down. In, in our years of service. And that's one of the things that I see is that when people cannot adapt to an ever changing environment, they, they uh, lose a lot of faith and hope and service to the fire service community at large. And uh, so excellent, excellent job on, on that. And I look forward to, uh, to reading it. Now, when you, talked about situational awareness and you know you're talked about this is a building block your first uh leadership and then understanding of the job through firematics and then situational awareness did you tie in the fact that you cannot be situationally aware if you don't understand uh the environment the in the environment in which you're working in that battle space and the enemy that you're working in because it seemed like you alluded to that connection is that where you is it is that covered yes uh it is covered what i did was i uh i alluded to it as a example in a story that actually how it happened to me and i build on it with talking about fire behavior and getting into ventilation so it's a whole building block on how when you're in the battle being able to identify key attributes of fire behavior and how that played a part in not understanding the situation that I was in. Yeah, oftentimes uh, I get asked of why fire behavior, because I instruct on the wildland, being a West Coast guy, instruct on wildland, fire behavior, and fire weather, and, and all of these things are 
are covered way more in the wildland environment than I feel that they are covered in the structure environment. And one of the attributes is a, a wildland firefighter always develops essay, situational awareness. And that essay is based on, you know, key factors that are going on around them. And uh, I love the fact that, that the fire matics, uh, the understanding of what, where you're working at, what's going on, and the chemical reaction that is occurring is, uh, is the foundation in which situational awareness uh, is developed before it's too late. Because we all know when our, when our ears are burning, when we're pinned down on the ground because of fire behavior, we're all situationally aware that we are, we are in trouble. Uh, yep. but, but situation awareness is going to try to get us out of that trouble and fire maddocks and, and, and I think leadership also uh, builds into that is that you have to be uh, a leader of self to constant, constantly hunger for the, uh, to get better at the craft through understanding the enemy and the battle space in which the enemy works. And, and that's exactly kind of how I, I have a, a sentence in here in the situational awareness chapter, see page 47, that they talk about. And I say it really fast, without understanding firematics, knowing what you're responding to does not exist, or it's difficult to understand. And I, the sentence goes on, but without understanding that, situational awareness doesn't happen, because you won't yeah. understand it. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and that, that situational awareness then... Uh, as a as a total situation awareness, it begins. It definitely affects our fitness for duty, where you cover both the physical, nutritional, and mental aspects. It sounds like, and uh, and that the building block of understanding the why, the meaning of fit for duty, is being situationally aware that an out of shape firefighter is a liability not an asset and the first level of situational awareness is in firematics is saying hey this uh this environment in which we're going to work in is going to work brutally against your body uh physically and against your mind mentally and uh, and i uh, and i really enjoy uh as i you know i'm hearing this for the first time so i'm really allowing my juices to flow and and uh and I can't wait to, to read the book. I'm a hard copy kind of guy. So I will uh, go on Amazon and, and order myself a copy and uh, just look up five tool uh, firefighter by Nick Higgins on amazon.com. And it should populate up as a pre-sell for the hard copy. Correct. And then we can get the digital copy. Now you can do the, uh, the ebook is pre-sale um, okay. and, you can you can order that now. That'll also be released on the twenty second. Okay. And you can get the hard copy starting on the twenty second. Okay. And uh, so, just a, on a personal personal side, is that being filled by you, or did you uh, is Amazon packaging that for you? Or am I going to see pictures on the on the social media of stacks of envelopes being shipped out from uh, Nick Higgins? Uh, Amazon's going actually going to take care of this one for me. <laughs> I would have loved. To. I'm actually. I'll have some. I'll have some. Um, I'm going to get some author copies and, and do some, some uh, different way, but for the bulk orders, it'll all be through um, initial orders. I should say are going to be through Amazon. 
All right. We'll have to keep in touch so that I can get, get a little uh, signature page from you for uh, oh, yeah. uh, next time we, when we meet up. So, well, Hey everybody, this was Nick Higgins from firehouse tribune, but independently of firehouse tribune, he has written his first book available on amazon.com. And uh, the book's ti- book title is five tool firefighter. And it covers the well-rounded firefighter and uh, alludes to the baseball phraseology of the five-tool uh, five-tool athlete. I appreciate Nick being here uh, today to kind of promote his book, but more importantly, to share the five attributes. Remember, folks out there, reading is a key element of developing yourself both uh, in the fire service and as a well-rounded human. So get Nick's book, uh, get books, read. If you're a Andy Frisellis, uh fan of 75 Hard, read 10 pages a day. Just read 10 pages a day. You'll, you'll devour books and anyone can read 10 pages. So thank you, Nick, for coming on. And I just closing remarks and then we'll close out. Just, just thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate this. Um, this book was uh, something I'm really, really close to me, really something that I, uh, I fell in love with after I, after I put it together. And I really hope people enjoy it as much as much as I enjoyed writing it, because it was, it was a true, um, true blessing to be able to do something that honestly, I never thought I'd be able to do. Um, you know, I, I do read a lot just like you. So um, being able to do something with my own name on it, it it's, um, it's very rewarding and, and just fulfilling in that, in that fact. So I hope I can share what I'm, what I put in there. I hope I can share with, other firefighters and you know people can just enjoy what i wrote and and they can take it and hopefully help them in their career awesome well ladies and gentlemen that ends our podcast for fire talk podcast again this was nick higgins order his book on amazon.com five tool firefighters uh firefighter it's uh both digital copy and it'll be hard copy release date is november 22nd of 2021 and thank you for sharing the five attributes of the five tool firefighter leadership um firematics situational awareness fitness for duty including mindset and finally adaptability so thank you very much nick and you have a great day thanks thank you